Hi and welcome to another episode of the Coach Cairo Show. I'm your host, Coach Cairo Day McKinnon, alongside me, my co-host, um, the great Owal Ahmed. Tonight we want to speak on a very you know sensitive topic um, because it's very important to truly understand where this whole game starts before you could truly understand where it ends. Remember, we talk all things soccer, but we firmly believe that soccer is not just on the field. It's an extension of who you are. Um, it's an extension of what you do. It's an extension of your environment. Um, everything plays a major role. So when we speak on this podcast as a soccer show, we are dealing with holistic Things that we firmly believe influence the game. As we oftentimes say, we are realionaires. We don't have a script. We constantly are faced with events in our lives exactly. that drive the conversations that we have. So for us, it's genuine. It's, it's authentic. It's pure. And we know there's no absolute objectivity. So we don't strive to be right. We strive to be honest. And, and that is key on this show. Um, so we want to touch on this topic in, on, in this podcast to remind people, to remind our listeners, to remind players, to remind parents, to remind everybody that soccer starts at home. Your take on that. <laughs> I know when people when you say soccer starts at home, people will be like, what are you talking about? No, it starts at home because the, the foundation, the game of football, it's so many components in the game. One thing that's very key in the development of football is discipline. And that starts at home. Yeah. Respect, that starts at home. Respect for yourself and respect for others. And understand that when you're at home, might be certain things that you might want and your parents will say, hey, no, it doesn't go this way. It goes this way. So one thing big for me is discipline and respect. And that's a big thing that starts literally at the house. No other way. Yeah. So we come back from this break. This this topic going to get <laughs> heated. <laughs> uh, but we, right away. we look forward to, you know, having a, a very honest um, discussion and you know, hopefully it, it drives uh, the change that needs uh, to, to, to have healthier environment. We'll be right back. Come to KMSA where we develop soccer players through discipline, respect, and togetherness. You can contact us at kmsocceracademy at gmail.com or follow us on Instagram at km underscore soccer underscore academy or Coach Kyle. Welcome back to the Coach Kyrie Show. You're with Coach Kyrie McKinnon and the great Tawala Med. Soccer starts at home. There's, there's some key things that we really want to point out. And and then it's about an open discussion because our listeners definitely would have um, their own thoughts and their own reservation about these things because, like I said, there's no absolute objectivity. Um, everything is it's it's based on culture. Everything is based on 
um, what people perceive they are. Lots of things are based on the color of your skin. Real facts. Um, lots of things are based on your economic, your economical status. Status, yeah, status. It's based on your educational status. So where does total objectivity come from? Or where does absolute objectivity come from? I'll tell you, God, mm. <laughs> the creator of all things. So when we, when we talk about soccer start at home, um, everything that you see on the field is a reflection of home. That's a fact. It's a reflection of good, bad, or mm -hmm. indifferent. It's a reflection of home. You are the product of where you come from. from. That's why they said charity begins at home. Nothing that you see outside is a reflection of people on the outside. It's a reflection of what has happened home or did not happen at home. Mm. Plain, blank, and straight. Okay. But you also see that even when the home represents something and it's not a reflection, that person returns, just like the prodigal son. The prodigal son left because he wanted to do his own thing. But then he returned because he knew that something that he left was better than where he, what he was facing. So it says something about home. The word says, train up the child in the way he or she should go. Even when he's old, they will not depart from it. Whose responsibility is that all? <laughs> Whose responsibility is that? Whose responsibility is to train up their child with a certain behavior? A certain, you talk about, you spoke about respect. Yeah. You spoke about discipline. Do you believe a child gets to respect and discipline when they are 20 and 15 and 18 and 19 and, 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 and 16 and 11? <laughs> you learn about respect when you're one. Even before you one. Whatever you say or do, however, however you speak to your child, could influence and create this 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 spiritual connection that you see in a child. You know the type of home they're coming from. Okay. The moment you see a child behave a certain way, you could tell what is going on at home. What about they say? Because this is a big thing for me. Kids would be kids. I know you hear that a lot. Mm -hmm. So what about that? Like it's not the parents doing the kids are just acting a certain way. So that's a good point. Mm -hmm. When you say that kids are gonna be kids, then you cannot blame people for your child being your child experiencing anxiety. Mm -hmm. If if listen. Okay. You are saying that kids will be kids and they will do whatever they want to do. When they choose to do whatever they want to do based on you based on what you would have said, based on your position 
that the child must be what they want to be. Don't blame somebody else for your child's anxiety when they find themselves in a position where they have to be disciplined. Mm -hmm. Okay. Because you and I are grown people, right? If we are accustomed to doing something a certain way, and then we find ourselves in a position where we're not allowed to operate in that way, we, what do we oftentimes do? We move away. We walk away yeah. because that is yeah. not a representation of who we think we are. In coaching, they, they say, one of the things you have to learn as a coach, when you go to a course, you are a student. You are no longer a coach in that moment. You are learning. And, and if you don't bring yourself down to that level of yeah. humility, yeah, for real. it's, it's, it is like, it's natural to question the instructor on everything they're saying. Because especially if, if, if you don't share their belief. Okay. Remember the instructors would have learned the game from somewhere. Yeah. Somebody would have influenced them and they are trying to balance out what they know, what they've learned and what they can teach. If you go in there as a coach, you will challenge the instructor, but the instructor is not there for you to really challenge him. He's there to help you to grow in whatever capacity you can grow. So if you don't have that humility to understand, if you do, if you aren't taught at home how to humble yourself, how to show some sense of humility, how to respect even when somebody's saying something to you that you don't like. If you weren't taught to be like that, then whose fault or who's responsible for your anxiety? Who's responsible for my anxiety? I wasn't taught that at home. Yeah. I wasn't taught that people would tell me things that I don't like. I wasn't taught that that not everybody will like you, Kyle. Yeah, I wasn't taught that, hey, some people can tell you ugly. You know? <laughs> some people can tell your head big, boy. Your nose big. You're so fat. You... <laughs> If you want, if you didn't teach your child that at home, don't blame somebody else's child or don't blame somebody else's somebody else for your child's anxiety. It says train up the child. That means you have a responsibility to empower your child because the world is this. Well, the world is good and the world is bad. And wherever you go, you will come across some people who don't care about that word good. <laughs> and you will come, you will come, you will come across some people also who don't care about that word bad. The responsibility starts from home. And too many times, if we give a wrong perception of what the world is and what it's supposed to be, then we prematurely create this narrative that this is how things supposed to be. That's what I was just about to go into. Okay, go, go, go. Where you going with it? No, because it's it's. I think that once they create that narrative from 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 the household, 
And then the kid finally sees the truth. He finally sees like, oh, well, this is not what I'm accustomed to. And they go back to their parent. Mm-hmm. All right, parents. Yes, we. It's 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 a learning. It's a le- you learn while 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 you're you're teaching your your child. Is that the moment when your kid comes? Because there's a there's a moment right there that says, okay, should I now just tell him the truth? Like, yo, things are gonna be tough, but you gotta fight through. Or I should look at the outer and be like, hmm, <laughs> okay, I, I, let me keep up the lie because he's because then they're gonna realize I lied to him. Yeah. I think this is the, I think this is the, the dilemma when they realize, okay. Now there's a chance to be honest because the kid is going through something. What are you? Are you saying, ah, you know, just don't mind them. Uh, we'll find you something else. Or you'd be like, hey, listen, you gotta, you gotta, you gotta push. It's hard. It's not easy. You gotta fight. I like, I, I like how you put that because it's that is so interesting. What you're saying is <clears throat> nothing, and that's why we say everything starts at home. Yeah. Because they're not looking intrinsically. They're always looking outside. So the quickest and the easiest thing is to blame somebody else for your dysfunction. For your lies. You come into soccer, which is a stressful game. Soccer is a stressful game. It's not a stress-free game. You And why is a stressful game? Not because of what somebody says or they don't say. Which, which is a big part of it. Which is a big part because words got power. Words, words can create things. Okay. Yes. Words can, can, can narrate your, can narrate your life if you allow it to. But we, we still could go back to home and say, you know, what have you taught your kids to receive? Mm, That's true. What have you, did you, did you taught your, your kids to listen to the message rather than the messenger. I like that. I Did you taught your kids to listen to the words that empower and not the words that challenge you? There's a reason why in the in KMSA model we have four corners: physical, technical, tactical, psychological. Psychological. And and when as a coach, your responsibility is to optimize. And maximize the, the optimize their performance and maximize their ability and their potential. Mm-hmm. In doing such, you at times you have to take them to deep waters to see mm-hmm. what what type of mentality they have. So the game is not stress free. The game is stressful because to run and to think at the same time. <laughs> It's stress. It's stress. And the brain don't work well Understood. with stress. So to 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 give to give your your child this 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 notion that they're showing up for fun and to have a good time all the time, it's a lie. It started with you. Because here I say is a lie, and correct me if I'm wrong. Okay. To be successful. In soccer, you have to be competitive. That's not bad. To be competitive, you need to have a strong mentality because you have to believe that you are good enough even when you're not. You have to believe you can run even when you're tired. 
You have to believe, even though you're the smallest and the, the and the and the slowest, you can still compete. You see, you see what you asking. This is what you asking your child to be. Why I'm saying you asking your child to be because come Sunday, okay. when you don't win, you blame everybody else. Okay. You, you you don't look at your child. <laughs> you have a meeting and you get ready to coach. When the team don't perform, you jump up, you leave the team and go to the next team. Yes. Even though the coach is laughing and joking with you. So as a parent, you showing up every Sunday for wins. You don't show up for development. So if you're saying that, but the moment your child is put into stressful situation, you say the coach causing you to be anxious. You don't say, hey, this is what it is. Yeah. How are you going to deal with it? Because it, it, it might not happen to you when you're, when you're nine. Yeah. You, you, you might not want to do it when you're nine. You might not want to do it when you're 12. You might not want to do it when you're 16. You might not want to do it when you're 18. But I guarantee you, you're going to deal with it when you're 25. You're going to deal with it when you're 40. You're going to deal with it when you have your own kids. You're going to deal with it when you when you marry. You're going to deal with it when you go to your job. But what you're saying is so true. Every time, and that is, that is the art of protection. So the moment something happens and the child is uncomfortable, it's no, it's no longer the child responsibility or you the parent responsibility or you at home responsibility. No, it's somebody else outside responsibility when everything begins at home. That's what I see. That's what I see a lot. It, it, it makes sense. That's why I asked you that question because I'm saying, okay, there's going to be moments that the child's going to come up and they're going to be like, yeah, coach was hard on me today. Da, 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 da. And you usually hear because I ask the question when the kid comes back, what was the response from your parents? So why did the co- It's more so why did the coach say that? He didn't mm. ask, what were you doing that the coach had to say that? Oh, I wasn't running. Then you got to run. <laughs> you gotta run, but you're not hearing that. Most what when you ask them, they ask say, "Why did the coach say that to you? Why is he screaming at you? Why is he? I have to send a letter. I have to send an email." And it's like, hmm, this is why when they're when they, when they're faced with situations on the field, when they have to find their own situations, they don't know what to do. They get anxious. They're looking for comfort. They're looking for okay, what do I do? Mm. Because at home, when you go there, there's always the parent that says, "Okay, yeah, I'll take I'll take care of it." You ain't got to do nothing. I'll call the coach. I'll send an email. Yeah. Never, I'll get you playing time. Never, <laughs> try, never trying to work them through it. Never. Never trying to, to help them to understand. This is life. <laughs> you got to go through it. This is life. As long as the coach not cursing you out yeah. and the coach not... Uh, abusing you. That's abusing like abusing you. Yeah, and, yeah, and, and, no. and again, we had this conversation yeah. about soccer going, blaming coaches for... <laughs> For you know about psychological abuse and, and all of these things, and and but this is a game. Why are you bringing it into the game? The game is stressful. So then call. You should call players who playing against other players. Psychological abuse too, because when the player tell you, "Hey, you too short. <laughs> you can't mark me. Hey, you too fat. Yeah. You can't run." 
So then they should have a line there too saying, mm-hmm. if you tell a child that he's too short, you you need to be in problems. But this is on. It's a war on the field. Yeah, I will. Like I will tell you things to break you mm-hmm. mentally. It's a fact. That's when you go in certain situations, like you go to train, I had some experience going to army training. And these people will tell you something. <laughs> you are fine. You like. But if you don't know, you could easily say, this guy is a yeah, jerk. Yeah, that's a fact. But if you don't understand that message, if you don't understand what this guy is trying to bring out to you yeah. based on on what you're coming what, into, this is not good. You're not yeah. going to church. Yeah. <laughs> you're in a you in a you're in a war zone. Yeah, where things are gonna happen in this battle. Yeah. But if you're not ready for mentally, gonna you can leave your partner yeah. right there and run. You gonna run? You gonna crack? It starts at oh, home. Football starts at home. Football, soccer starts at home. Whatever you are doing at home is driving a behavior that coaches have to deal with on a field. Kai, let me let, let me give you a thing. What about when we see the actual good behavior? Because we talk about the bad. We've seen the quality behavior at home, and we'd be like, mm, hmm. yeah, he, he's trained at home. Comes early, 30, 40 minutes. Uh, good evening, coach. Good morning, coach. Respectful. Stays later. Asks questions. We're like, nah, this kid at home, is, there's the training there. We see it. We see it every time. Coach, how was your day? He's like, yeah, this young kid is acting as how was my day. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it mm-hmm. must be. Where is it coming from? Yeah, but they, 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 they will now say, but everybody different. But that's what we're talking about. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. That's okay. what we're talking about. That's what I'm saying. But you're quick to blame people, but other kids <laughs> who come and, and have a total different approach to dealing with certain situations that they encounter, encounter is because the challenge at home yeah. <laughs> reminded them, hey, yeah. you shouldn't know what you're signing up for. What do you think this is? <laughs> yes, yes. What, what do you think it is? You gonna cry every time? Every time somebody go hard at you, you you gonna cry every time you you have to work harder. No, you signed up for this, because when you go on the field, somebody's gonna kick in your mouth. Somebody's gonna elbow in your face. Somebody's gonna look at you and say, "Ah, oh, are you too good, boy? We have to take you out." What are you gonna do then? Somebody's going to question your ability to play. And if you want to play at the highest level, the fans will boo you. Every time. The fans will make monkey, monkey chants at you. What are you going to do, do then? What are you going to do? do then? You see, most people who talk about these things, who, who try to twist it and blame you, the coach, or you, the outsider, for what is going on with their own child, have never been or lived in that moment, in that environment, in that stress of somebody looking at you and telling you, hey, you're a clown. <laughs> <laughs> She's not good. Hey, why well, you can't play yeah, nothing? Off this field, man. Hey, <laughs> what's tripping that y'all have on this field here? Yeah. They've never experienced, ever, ever. they've never experienced the media brutalizing you in front of the whole country. 
Like, and you have to you have to get up tomorrow morning and be like, hey, you ain't gonna say that about yeah, me again. Go back and train again. Yeah, I, yeah. I will show you <laughs> that I'm better than this. What happens if you have never learned how to deal with that? What if you have always blamed somebody else for your ills? How are you gonna deal with that? My issue always with that wall is not if they could deal with it or not. It's the very home speaks and don't courage and disrespect the very environment in which they're in when they're not doing well. Mm, okay, I see how it is. That's what you're saying. You see what I'm saying? Okay. When they when they <laughs> do well. The thing <laughs> to get them to do well, well okay. at the elite level, mm. they don't want. But when it don't happen and the result don't reflect what they pride want, they want disrespect. They want to then turn around and blame or disrespect. All children shall be taught by God above. And great shall be the peace of your children. So what are you teaching your kids? That is the that's why I said it started off. It start. What are you teaching your children? Are you always teaching your kids to blame other people for their discomfort? Is it? Is it? Is it always somebody else's fault? Are you being honest with your child? And you could speak to that. How many times kids would have, players, athletes would have said to us, for so long, I've been lied to. <laughs> Always saying, oh, you did well. Oh, you, you know, you just got to try harder. And the same mental lapses continue to happen. And, and kids are like, so why, why didn't you just tell me the truth? Why didn't you say, uh, oh, you didn't work hard enough today, no? What is wrong with saying, hey, I don't think you work hard. I don't think you work your best today, you know? I know you might be a little bit disappointed, but for you to be better, it must start first, it must first start with honesty. If you can't be honest with your own child, don't you think you're going to be mad at everybody else who will be honest with your child? Because it's the first time your child will have a reality of what is really happening with them. Yeah. And they're not going to like it. At all. So when you talk about anxiety, when you talk about your child demoralized and your child sick because they hear the truth, okay. who fault is that? Maybe that's the first time the child heard the, the truth. truth. Yeah, that's facts. So, <laughs> so you should be looking at yourself in the mirror. Right. You know, what did I do? Facts. What did I not do? That's, yeah. but, but it's again, because I'm going to ask you the question. The parents are going to say, because I've heard it. I've, I've, I've stayed back after some sessions and I, and I hear it. They're, they're big on this word called protection. They're saying, we're trying to, we're trying to big them up. We we're trying, we're trying to protect them. So we don't want, we don't want to just go hard on them. We don't want to just be honest. We know we want them to, to love it. We want them to love the game. We want them. So we, we're not trying to. To be all too tough on them or just, you know, be honest with them at the moment. Mm-hmm. We just want them to keep going. Mm-hmm. So it's a big thing I heard. But it's but it's it's based on a lie. It's based on a lie. 
what you're trying to protect is based on a lie. Because when a kid eventually realized the truth, you've been in situations with myself and just been just talking to players. You see literally the child's upset. They're frustrated. The anxiety is kicking in because they've been lied to for so long. So the mm -hmm. confusion is always there. They don't know if they're going forward or they're going back. They're going side. They're going, they don't know. Because on one hand, they're hearing the truth. And they, when you say somebody tells the truth, you you clearly feel it. You feel it. You don't have to say it a thousand times. You're like, mm. <laughs> that's yeah, me. Man, yeah, 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 that's me. <laughs> when you know somebody lying, you're looking like, ah, it sound good, but mm, it sound good. But I, I don't know. And it's always that confusion. So when they're getting it from the house, which they're there all the time, mm -hmm. and then when they step out, this is where the problem starts coming. And you hear it. They say, uh, like, I know my parents are lying to me. Like, I know. But I don't know why they're doing that. And then it's the confusion. Like, I know I need to do better. They know themselves they need to do better. But the home is telling them to do something totally different. Pride of the parent. <laughs> we spoke about that. And when we come back, we will, we will take that same point and we will try to see how best we can answer that question. We'll be right back. Welcome back to the Coach Kyle Show. You're with Coach Kyle McKinnon and the Greater Marlon Met. And just before that break, you, you said something that is super-duper important. You know, why is this big disparity between what is being said, that is the truth, and what is being said for the pride of the home or for, they use the word, protection, protect my kid. The last time I checked, our job is to protect our kids with the truth. <laughs> in fact, you could never be protected with a lie. Because in reality, when you're lying and you're exposed, you go to jail. So the, the lies could never protect nobody. Lies get you in prison. Lies get you death. Lies get you in trouble. So to, to tell somebody they need to lie because it protects the child, this is what is wrong. This is what is wrong because the responsibility of the father, the responsibility of the child is to find, is to follow the father's instruction and forsake not the mother's teaching. Listen again. Okay, the responsibility of the child is to follow the father's instruction and forsake not the mother's teaching. These are clear guidelines. So if if you as if you at home is creating a narrative to protect a child and not being honest. Don't you know they're following your instructions? Yeah. Don't you know they're following your teaching? Yes. But you are doing it based on a lie. So if you shopped a coach who wants to be honest with you because honesty creates the pathway to doing the things the right way. Lies secure. Lies secures. So that means whatever false sense of comfort you have, if I embrace that, then you will say, well, I'm good. I'm good then. Okay. I don't need to do nothing. 
But the problem is a lot of people do it because of the financial gain that connects with it. So they use these these trigger words like, you know, make sure the kids are happy. Make sure, that, you know, the kids are comfortable. But in the same light, they use winning. Why everybody don't win? Why everybody don't win all the time? Why, why there's, there's losing and there's winning? Because some people have to stretch themselves beyond their comfort zone or be or, or beyond what who they are to to rise above to come out successful. You cannot get strong a wall by lifting five pounds every day. At some point in time, yeah. your muscle will get accustomed to five pounds, and you will not grow no muscle. Yeah. You have to join. You have to put ten. You have to put 20. So you always have to stretch yourself beyond what you are accustomed to, to be successful. But people will say they want to be successful, but they want it based on their comfort. I like how you said that. They want success, but they want it based on their comfort. And when it don't happen, <laughs> you are responsible for their sleepless nights. <laughs> what? <laughs> But you ain't doing nothing. <laughs> you are responsible for their sickness. But then I should be God. You got, you got if I have all this power. Control. Yeah, I didn't know you had that much control. Yay. I, I didn't know yeah. that I had you. I didn't know that, that as a coach, you got you are responsible for life and death. <laughs> the last time I checked, God is responsible for that. <laughs> and if and if you are honest, yeah. you shouldn't be afraid of nothing when nobody say. Yeah. You shouldn't worry about what nobody say out there because you should be assured of who you are and who you are is what you've learned at home. Because follow the instruction of your father and follow the teaching of your mother. So if somebody else could impose themselves on you, you're in trouble. You in trouble. And and if and if you and if you've been taught the right things at home, you know what is the right things outside. And you know what is the wrong things outside. So you don't blame other people for your misfortunes. Home must be responsible for what is happening. And and this is why it leads to to these problems. Because I firmly believe that children are a gift. They come out knowing nothing. They're totally dependent. They have everything, but like everything else, it, it, it must grow. Yeah. It must mature. It must blossom. But they're a gift. And it's a reward from God to you. It's a reward. You, you, you could come with everything else where it came from, but it's a reward to you. And it's, it's, it's your responsibility. It's your responsibility. And it leads us to, you know, these long monologues. It leads us to that. Because in soccer world, people learn differently. That's true. That's true. And when you have when you have 5,000 kids in your program, you got 2,000 kids in your program, you're dealing with people who learn 
from doing. Okay. Who learn from hearing. Who learn from seeing. You understand? Yeah. So if you're in a team and you as a coach only cater to the people who learn from doing. Yeah. So what are you saying to the other kids who learn from hearing? Oh, yeah. Or seeing. From seeing. But the problem comes, and again, all of this stuff is developed from home. You see the level of selfishness that has developed from home? That's a fact. When you learn from doing, that's all you care about. Yeah. Hey, let's do, let's do, let's do. Let's do. We don't want to hear. We don't want to hear that mother loves, but we, let's do, let's do. Let's we got to do, boy. We got to do. Let's go straight to we it. We got to do. Yeah. What about Johnny on this side? I don't get it when we do it, you know. I want to. I want to hear it. Yeah, let understand me hear it, again. it. Let me hear it again. Yeah. I want to hear it. You know. I've, I've got to hear it over and over again before it really start getting into my subconscious and I'm, I'm able to do it automatically. But you have to understand, when you're doing, doing, the child who's only, is coaching helping me, you know. Yeah. I'm I not learning as near. I not, I'm not developing. Yeah. Well, um, Johnny said, you know, yeah. it's a good program. You know, we've yeah. been, you know, the training look awesome. <laughs> But, you know, he's not really learning because, uh, okay. All right. So now when you, the monologues, uh -huh. when you're, so you're talking and talking and you're, you're giving information and you're, you you want, you know, this, this 10 over here to, to, this 10 over here to really get it and understand because you see the running into a wall every day and you're doing, you're doing, you're showing, you're, but they still run into that wall. So something going on here. Yeah. And I'll tell you why just now. <laughs> something is going on here. And then you start saying. And you start seeing some transition. But the person who like doing, doing, doing. I get it. Why are you talking too much? Why? Yeah. We, we want to do. <laughs> we here for action. <laughs> Experience. <laughs> This is why the coaching job is so hard. Because we talk about developing the individual first. This is crazy. But you got a hundred individuals, they all it's a hundred different DNA. A hundred different learning styles. And you could get the balance wrong because there's no absolute right way of doing it. So if you don't understand, once again, the message at home affects the behavior of the player, which in turn, the blame comes to the source. And this is why I believe that as a, as a mediator or as a medium, which home is, yes. it's dangerous because there's a source, there's the medium or a mediator, and then there's the receiver. If the source says something to the receiver and the mediator or the medium throw away that message, then what is happening to the receiver? Like you just, you just mentioned it, the confusion. Because the message are being tainted. It's being scrambled. So think about a child receiving Something that is scramble, which they don't have the maturity or they, they don't have the experience. 
They don't have all of these tangible things to help them to truly articulate and understand, articulate themselves properly, mm -hmm. one, and truly understand what they're getting and break it down to what is the message here. So in that moment, if the mediator don't get the right message from the source, then they give the wrong information to the receiver. And whatever the source was saying to benefit the holistic development of the player has just been thrown out the door. How many times have you said something with your own idea of what you want to bring out and it was totally taken in the wrong context. Talk about that. Too many times, man. We've been Talk century. about that. Too many times, man. And then when they yeah, and then when they go home, and I probably if I explained it to their their parents, well Johnny didn't say, well, you know, Johnny said you said I said, No, we're talking about football. It's based on this, 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 based on the age and stage of development. They need to focus on this and this. And it's like, oh, okay, but that's but the way he said it, it seemed like you were upset with him, you mm -hmm. know, it seemed like you were you were coming at him, you know. You were, you know, I'm saying, what no, it's never it's not personal. <laughs> this football thing is not personal. It has nothing to do with the first we're talking about development. It's about based on your age and stages. This is what we're talking about. Oh, okay. And I'm like, yo, <laughs> what <laughs> what is this? Are you serious? Yeah. Yeah, but you 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 were fortunate to for somebody to come and say to you all what that which supposed to happen because an inexperienced child, which they are inexperienced, and then they don't know how to process and truly understand the message, especially when it speaks to something they don't want to do or they're not comfortable with. Case in point, you tell a child, don't touch that thing. They will keep trying to stretch to touch it because their curiosity allows them to see no dangers, just opportunity. Okay. So don't touch it. The child will cry. But what you're saying to that child is if you touch that thing, your hands will burn. Your hands could burn off, but mm -hmm. they don't know danger. They know opportunity. So as a coach, if you if you say something, you could be triggering the right behavior. But because the child is offended and hurt by what you say, they go home instead of the parents say what the home supposed to be smart. Right? The home supposed to be smart. Supposed to be more experienced. Supposed to be educated. Supposed to be super duper. It's supposed to be Superman and, super, and Superwoman, yeah. right? Yeah. Which is supposed to be coming to you and say, what was the message in there? Yeah. I just want to be clear. So as the mediator, I make sure that I relate that message correctly. Exactly. That makes sense. Because, like they say, there's a method to the madness. Sports, don't forget, has a psychological effect. But when people talk about psychological effect, they talk about... Talking all the right things. Talking about Two positive doing all the positives. <laughs> say three positive things before you say one negative. Um, they talk about emotional control. But I want to know when they talk about in emotional control, what are they basing it off of? 
What is emotional control? Show me the, the absolute objectivity or the absolute definition of what emotional control is because when I check, they got all kind of races of people here. They have different culture. Yeah. They have different upbringings. You go to a football practice, like American football practice, you talk, you see all these coaches be talking to these nine year old kids. Yeah, seriously. And people don't understand. Yeah, seriously. These kids about to run head on to yeah. another kid. You really think, nice, okay, good. Johnny, keep trying. Keep trying. Keep trying. Yeah. You know, okay, Johnny, you know, just, it, it's, don't worry, it's gonna, it's gonna all work out itself. No. You you don't turn no. Johnny into a beast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. See if Johnny don't end up on the other side of the field on a stretcher in the ER. So when you talk about emotional control, people run away with this idea that you must stand up on the side of the field like a statue, don't say nothing, say everything positive. You see, that is something that rubbed me wrong where people say that you have to say something positive. That's not what rub me wrong. Say something positive. It seems like talking the truth don't have nothing positive in it. Mm. And I'm okay. saying it again. Okay, okay, okay. When people tell you that you are being negative, it's because you speak the truth. So positive, a positive person is a person who, who only says the good things you're doing. That's that is the definition of a positive person yeah, yeah. in this in this time in this time and age. The moment you speak to some, if I say, "Oh, well, but you not passing the ball well," pass the ball well. <laughs> but, but, but so, oh, well, he know that. How do you know that he knows he not passing the ball? What in your mind tell you that this kid not saying, "Hey," but I think I passed the ball well. So now we 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 create this world where. You cannot tell somebody when they're doing something wrong. Yeah, the moment you tell them that it hurts their feeling, abuse. oh, well, you know, you, you, you are so negative. Yeah, it's abuse. It's all kind of thing now. <laughs> so I remember Jesus Christ. When the people were gambling, he go kick all of them out. He break up all the table. He run them. He run them out the building. Hey, this is not the place for this. Why Jesus didn't come and say, hey, I love you, boy. Yeah, I could, yeah, I could, yeah, I could gamble today, but tomorrow don't come back. No, he said, "Hey, get out of here, boy! Y'all crazy!" And, and two, boy, I'll take this thing and beat you all over your head. <laughs> Some people say, right? Some people say they believe in him, but you know differently because they say they believe in him, but then they don't, they don't fall in. Like anybody else who say they believe in this, are you following that? Because every time you say something that is negative, you are a negative person. So now the truth is the only thing that makes you feel good. So everybody wants to speak to people's emotions now. So now the truth must not be told. Only what speaks to your emotions. That is manipulation, brethren. That is true. That is true. That is why you, you have so much kids suffering from anxiety and depression and frustration and all these things because when you are being lied to all the time and then somebody come and tell you the truth, if you're not ready to deal with that, regardless if it's good or if it's bad, you don't have no identity. You really don't. 
So now you govern by what everybody has to say about you. And this is why you think there's bullying and all that stuff going on? I believe so. <laughs> because nobody can bully me. Nobody can jump on no internet and tell me how I ugly and I go lock up in my room. Yeah. <laughs> all right. So. <laughs> all right, all right. But you will say some kids deal with it differently. Yeah. Yes, but but I am I am also somebody's child. I was not always a grown man. People forget that, right? Like you, like I just, like I just come out and boom, I'm, 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 this, I'm old. Like I didn't have to go. Like I didn't have to be a child first. People forget that, right? It's not crazy. People forget that. So, so I and I know that there are a lot more kids who would say, "I don't care what you say. I don't, I don't care if you don't like how my hair look. I don't care if I don't have no, if I don't have a proper sneakers to go to school." No. I don't care if I don't have nothing to eat. You could make how much fun you want. Look and see. Those straight aids, when I go into college, where are you going? You working at something? <laughs> so I got kids. I met <laughs> kids. And I'm like, I don't care what they have to say. You understand? I got life. What did they get that from? What did I get this mentality from? It don't, it, it don't matter what you say. It's what I believe. Because I know this world, they have good people. And they have bad people. The good people don't always tell you what you want to hear. And the bad people often think, oftentimes tell you everything you want to hear. So if you don't take the responsibility at home, you are exposing your child or exposing your athletes to things that you're not ready to deal with. Because you didn't have to deal with it when you were young too. It starts at home a wall. And because it starts at home, the struggle, because they don't want to deal with it oftentimes, yeah. they run away and they blame. But that doesn't say, that doesn't solve nothing because you have to face it eventually. Talk about it. See, don't, it Talk don't, about it. It don't solve nothing because, again, at the end of the day, you need, to, you have to grow up. You're going to, like you said, you're not going to stay at 12 all your life. You're not going to stay at 14 all your life. You're not going to stay at 18. You're going to be 25. You're going to be 30. God willing, you're going to be 35 and 40 years old. You have to deal with these stresses of life. So what are you going to do? Are you going to keep running away? <laughs> I guess. Because people would say the entire soccer environment, entire culture of soccer, people talk about parents all the time. Everybody know the number one problem in soccer oftentimes come from the relationship between the parents, the players, and the coaches. Yeah, that's a fact. Everybody that that is all over. Even the parents know that they could have a problem with the coach because if the coach don't do what they like, but we have to get him out or we'll move. So what is the secret? We didn't talk about the you know we did couple podcasts with the parents and we talk about it. Hopefully in our hearts we believe it was bringing awareness, but. You know, oftentimes people think that we berating or or bringing down their parents. Boy, God talk about y'all first, not me. Children's children are a crown to the age. And the parents are the pride of their children. God talk about y'all, boy, not me. Train up the child in the way they should go. That when he and she's old, they will not depart from the behavior that... Make sure that they grow up in the correct way. The children follow the instruction of their father and the teaching of their... We didn't talk about y'all. God talk about y'all. So y'all blame God. Don't blame me. Don't blame Coach Kowal. Don't blame the coaches for talking about y'all. You guys are the number one. 
You guys are the number one influence in your children's life. Yeah. Don't blame somebody else. You first bring them to the environment. Yeah. You should have done your homework and understand what your child is going into. You should have asked the right questions. You should have be prepared for what you're signing up for. Okay, you sign up to win. You didn't sign up for development. That's what, that's what you need to say. You and when you sign up for winning, win. winning come with a certain level of stress. Do you see club for the last couple of games at Liverpool? I seen it. I seen it. Do you see how Tuckel is be on Chelsea bench? What? When things not going right, he'd be throwing back. He, you know this. The, the man's job is on the line. The, this guy' family is on the line. When you, when you, Mister Man, don't do your job, it's a problem. This guy have to sit at home with his kids and look at people berate him on the television about how bad a coach he is. And the man might be the best coach, and the players might be messing around. But he have to take it because he's the leader. He have to get fired. And coaches understand the job is hired to be fired. So, so everybody understand their role. We understand our role. Our job is to produce because that's what we sign up for. Our job is to produce. We are not a daycare center. That's, that's a fact. <laughs> that's a fact. We're not here to bring toys and, and, and tangible things and say, play. How much you want to play? You want to play? All right, we want to play with next the video game. All right, you play over. Oh, you want you want to go outside and run? Let me get, oh, you, oh, you want to sleep? Goes. We are not a daycare center. We are not babysitting. We are not there for you. We are there, and it might sound rude, but that's let's 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 be honest. We are there for this developmental process through the ages and the stages of development. That's what you sign up for because that is what you come in and see Sunday. That is what you want to see. Is my child getting better? So, so, so mm-hmm. let's slow down, right? Let's say we bring a child every day to the field and we give them a truck to drive and, and have fun. And we give them, we play video games. Let them put on their soccer shoes and we play video games. And they're having fun. And Sunday we come and the team don't play well. I want how many of you going to stay? None. How many parents will stay in that program? Even though the kids are having fun, it's okay. the kids are having fun every day. Let's say the kid come every day to practice, and the coach is like, "Hey, Johnny, oh, you're so good. Oh man, listen, hey, did you watch that movie? Oh, I love this coach. I love him. I see it. You know, he's so kind. He's so nice. Three games, no wins. Hmm. These are the same people I was. <laughs> Don't tell the coach nothing." But he come over to you and be like, uh, you know, we really, you know, he's a good guy. He's a very nice guy. He's nice. Yeah. But we don't see the development. We don't, we, 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 we the kids are so soft sometimes in the game. They, I, I tell them all the time. I tell them all the time. You got to be aggressive. You have to be aggressive. Don't you hear all of these things sometimes? Every day. Not sometimes. Every day, man. But they're not telling the team, you know. They're yeah. not telling the team. They're not telling the team. They're not telling the coach, you know, yeah. that, yes, we know you're having fun, you know, but um, the, the team not winning. The team not winning. The team not winning. Tell the truth. The team not winning, bro. They can tell you. See, they're telling the kids that. All right. Then you, then you, you see an eleven year old start front, eleven year old start front. You telling you, yeah, you know the training wasn't good. You know the, the, the coach, you know the coach was messed around with the kids. He was a nice guy, 
11 year old kid talking like that in front of you. You see, I pay attention. Yeah. So when people open their mouth and they speak, I want them to listen to this podcast. Because you're hearing two things there. We're having fun, but we're not aggressive enough. We're not strong enough. We're not winning games. Go play Rec. Oh, Rec. Yeah, but you know, you don't have a, you know, it's just a parent trying to coach. You see? The parent being nice, the parent allowing you to do what you want, the parent in, the parent in chastising you, the parent say, put on the two cones, the parent say, yeah, fun, do your best. No, you don't want that. But you show up in front of a professional coach and want him to act like the rec coach. That's crazy. Want him to act like the smiley, daily coach who you just left. Now it's too hard. It's too difficult. It's too all of this. Don't you see something wrong with these people? Don't you see that? This is why they're in five clubs in three years. Because they're searching for what they want. They're not teaching. I had one parent who said to me, my child signed up for soccer for three months. First time I heard that. My child signed up for three months. Three months, they ain't going nowhere. They're going to show up at training every day. That's what they sign up for. That is what I teach in my kid. Best kid I've seen, personality-wise. So you tell me one parent ever that said One parent I've ever heard that from. I couldn't believe it. I had to say, like, ah, here it goes. Yeah, yeah, he's talking. <laughs> he really showed up. One time, kid miss was for something crazy. I was like, nah, that's fine. Don't, don't, that, nope. I, all right, okay, coach, I'll do it. I, I signed up for three months, three days of training, and vacation ain't happening around them. And you look at the child behavior on the field, when things are not going well, take ownership. Before you could say anything, hey, coach, that's me. I'm sorry. And it, and that allow you as a coach to be like, hey, all right, you already taking ownership. You already taking accountability. You already being responsible because you were taught that at home. So then now, there's where the encouragement need to come. Because you're already hard on yourself. Yeah. There's no reason for me to be hard on you. Yeah. Because you already own that. You were taught that at home to own what you doing? What you dealing with? This is where you come in. Somebody do something wrong and you praise them, you reward them. What what why should they want to do the right thing? They never, never will. You 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 just you just kick the ball in your own goal, but you already had the ice cream truck. And you eleven years old. Where's the ownership? Oh, I know it's just a game. Yeah, it's just a game. The the only time I've got a problem with it is when you say it's just a game, but then you be ready, coach. You talk bad about all the coaches you've dealt with. There's always something wrong with the five coaches you've passed through. There's always something bad with the sixth one you're going to. Because it's just time. <laughs> but nothing is wrong with you and your teaching. It, it's, it's a problem. I have no greater joy than to hear my children walking in the truth. There's no greater joy than that, brethren. There's no greater joy than your child have the ability to walk in the church. We'll be right back. Come to KMSA where we develop soccer players through discipline, respect, and togetherness. 
You can contact us at kmsocceracademy at gmail.com or follow us on Instagram at km underscore soccer underscore academy or Coach Kaya. Welcome back to the Coach Kaya Show. you with Coach Kaya McKinnon and the Greater Wallerman. We're about to wind down this podcast because, you know, we, we, we know that these things make people very uneasy. <laughs> and being who we are also, um, we should not. Who dare? Who dare you guys to speak on such things? But, you know, God has given the voice to the voiceless. Um, and he says the the last shall be, be the first. And he also said that uh, the rich man was in hell and the poor man was in heaven. It's not about your status. It's about the genuineness of your heart. And the the pe- people who are honest always could relate to honesty. Like I said, the fool don't need to ask the fool if he's a fool because mm-hmm. fool recognize what fools look like. And, and, and there's, there's no perfect being in this world. We all fall short. We all have done the wrong. But until somebody can be honest with us, wrong becomes true. Because anything that you download will drive you. So nothing about dishonesty can bring you to your honest self. There's nothing about dishonesty can bring you to your honest self. If somebody tell you a good person, a good person, a good person, a good person, and they don't talk about your faults, you could be walking around believing that you're the it, that you you good. Because nobody have said to you, hey, well, you know, that what you're doing, they ain't going nowhere, right? And I'm happy that I had so many people in my life that look at me and say, hey, you, boy, relax yourself. But everybody don't know that. That sometimes people have to say, hey, Kyle, you wrong, boy. You wrong. You, no, you have to fix that. To fix it. And it's up to you. It's your yeah. choice to I say, hey, to take it. Yeah, yeah, hey, hey you know what? I could be, I, <laughs> I could show that I'm so arrogant and I could show that I know so much that, you know, anybody who feels they know everything don't know nothing. And everybody who feels they're always right, they're never right. You must always be genuine, though. It's you. It's not your responsibility to be wrong or right. It must be your genuineness from your heart. You could be genuinely wrong. You could be genuinely wrong. You could have this good intention, but you're wrong. It says something about your heart. That heart will be the one that is open to learning. Because there's a genuineness in what you're doing. Football, soccer, because we speak to different people in the world. Different people listen to our podcast. Some people know it as football. Some people know it as soccer. So don't feel that we're trying to disrespect the word soccer uh, when we talk about football. It's because people listen to us from different parts of the world. So, you know, we speak to them and we speak to soccer here. But it starts at home. If you build them up, you don't have to rebuild them. Because the Bible said, train up the child in the way they should go. When they get older, that means if they go from 11 to 12, 12 to 13, 13, not when they get from 13 to 41. No. Every year, you're not getting older. When you're 8, you turn, when you turn 7, you turn 8. When you're 8, you turn 9. It said, train up that child in every stage. So when they get older, they will not depart from who's teaching? 
The coach? <laughs> no, no. Who did he set to follow the instruction of? Your father and the teaching of who? Your so we rebuilding is you tear it down, not me. You if your child is suffering, it's because of you, the parent. If my child suffer, I have to look at myself and take that responsibility and be like, hey, Kyle, you haven't done something right, bro. But why does everybody look towards the outside though? Why is the first thing Because we just showed we just said there's two different worlds. There's a good world, okay. and then there's an evil world. Okay. There's sun. There's light. There's seas. There's banks. There are cars. There's gas. There's lies. There's truth. There's happiness. There's sad. From the beginning, I show you that. See what I'm saying, right? Got to be a balance. But we just said, if you are saying, or if anybody, any home is saying that you have to rebuild your child, you are breaking them down. And if you don't want to take that responsibility, then only you could answer for that. Because train up the child in the way they should go. And when they're old, they will not depart from it. Children, listen to the instruction of your father and the teaching of your mother. Nothing in there, say coach. Nothing in there, say counselor. Nothing in there says shrink. Nothing in there says nothing else but father and mother. That's your responsibility. Yeah, you're a true believer. You should know that. <laughs> Even if you want to be a believer, it's your child. You can't rebuild nothing. Nothing in there said nothing about rebuilding. It said train them up so they will not. If there was an opportunity to rebuild, he he would have said, hey, "Hey, let it do what I want." Yeah, and then we're we'll trying again. We're we'll trying again. Keep trying to build them up. No, they can't rebuild nothing. So it's very important, all as we wind on this podcast, it's very important that home start taking more responsibility in what environment you want your child to be in. Based on your principles, based on your standards, based on your expectations, do a better job, do a thorough job of understanding what you're going into, what you're going to be dealing with, so that you don't use words like rebuilding. It's your responsibility to make sure that you're not creating a narrative that don't speak to reality. You cannot protect somebody with lies and comfort. Life is not about comfort. The true measure of a person is seen in crisis. I think Martin Luther King says so, unquote, but something to that extent. The true measure of a man is not it within his comfort, but it within the crisis he faces. So why are you telling your kids every time they're uncomfortable is somebody else's fault? I remember the story vividly. A man had a disabled child. Disabled. Want to play baseball. Sorry I hear this story. It, it touched me. Disabled kid. People making fun of him. People in the, the, some, the kids on the other team making fun of him. 
and and the guy said he and his wife had to watch that and endure that. It's the hardest thing they had to deal with. I'm not going to go through the whole backstory, but they they went home and they they never spoke about it. They left him to deal with it, and they and at one time he said, then they decided after a while is they saw how it was how it was playing on his head. It's like so. What what are you going to do about that? They asked the question. So what are you going to do about that? And the child started off he's like, I, I don't know, I, this and that. And he said, Well, this is this is who you are. This is who you are. So what do you want to do? What we're not going to allow you to do is to quit, because. If we let you quit because somebody make fun of your disability, you're not going to wake up tomorrow and become able. Yeah. You're going to be this person for the next for, for the rest of your life. Pretty much, pretty much. So we don't care what you go. We don't. We we are with you. We supporting you. Yeah. But this is your life. This is a young. This this. If I if I if I'm not mistaken, this this little boy was twelve or thirteen. They said, what are you going to do? Are you going to let this dictate who you will be for the rest of your life? He went back and he played. Long story short, the people told the story that is the hardest thing they had to deal with to watch somebody treat their child like that, a disabled child like that. But then in that moment, they empower him. Yeah, they didn't, they didn't go and tell the refs. Or they they empower him. I'm like, okay. Yeah. They said... That made him become a powerful man. Of course. That now empowering people with whatever dysfunction they have. Now, if the parent jump in like some, exactly. hey, we think you do this? You know that son. You can't do that. You psychologically breaking my child. You berating my parents. and you 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 tearing them down. And you, child would have been in a home in a wheelchair, just sitting down doing nothing. Feeling sorry for themselves. Exactly. But that's they had they had to learn and they share the story. I'm gonna find a story yeah, and share it. Because sure. that story says so much to there's people in this world who will not like you. You've seen it every day on the mm -hmm. television. People will dislike you for no reason. People don't even know you and they will hate you just because how you walk. You know, you're on Instagram, most people look like, I can't stand this guy. They even have a conversation with you. I believe it, guy. I believe it. Like, I don't know why this guy just don't get off of this. Like, oh my God, I can't stand him. He's so full of himself. Like, they don't even know you. What are you supposed to do? Come off? You're supposed to go and cry and be like, uh -huh, they don't like me. You're supposed to just get mad and cuss everybody out on Instagram or on your social media because they said they don't like you. You won't. Because you understand, dude, people don't have to like me. I have to like me. And I have to believe in what I'm doing. And if I, if I meet some of those people and I could tell them how to do it, I'll tell them to. I'll encourage them. Yeah. It, that is missing in society. Where we rather lie to protect ourselves. We rather lie to protect our kids from things that will help them in the long run. If somebody, if somebody punching your child, or, or or somebody, you know, somebody like cursing your kid out, like 
And and it's like somebody telling your kid, boy, you the most stupidest person. I hear coaches talk as well, and their parents. Good job, boys. Yeah, I see that. I see that. Right? I I see a coach. You know the thing that's covered the bench. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The top, yeah, the top. The top. Yeah. I see a coach punch it and break it in a U thirteen game, and the parents were celebrating on the side when they score. I hear a coach. That don't look like me, you. Use some very strong language. In a U13 game, to a U13 kid. And tell them how stupid they are. <laughs> and and the parent was celebrating after the game because mm-hmm. they won. But then you could be the guy who says, Hey, I'm going to be hard on him today. But we can love him tomorrow, don't worry. Yeah. Let's see how she yeah. deals with it. Let's see if they're ready for what they're saying they want. Let's see how they will react. And you break them. And you're like, hey, if you allow me to break you, who else will break you? Think about somebody you don't care about. You don't even like you, yeah. (laughs) True story. I've been in practice doing private. Doing private with with a player who playing at the professional level. No names, no warrant, no nothing. Just say. Work with a player since he's 12, all the way to the highest level. Don't care to mention nothing about that. But trying to show you something, how if, it, if it's not respected at home, it does nothing. It is war against you and them. Player says, I won't be at this level. You sure? Hit me 630 at the field. I know 630 dark. I don't care though how bad you want it. You know the kid doing who hungry? You, you know the kid who hungry and don't have nothing to go to school and nothing to eat? You know what he's doing? Five o'clock. You know what he's doing at five o'clock? Okay. Meet me at the field six thirty. Kid show up. I said okay. This will be the hardest session in my mind. I'm going to introduce you to what you say you want. Let's see if that's what you really want. Because everybody wants something. Yeah. Right? <laughs> like I say, everybody want, everybody want whatever, but nobody don't want to die. <laughs> see? You understand? Yeah, so so everybody. I'm going to taste everything. We ain't going to die. <laughs> exactly. That's, that's the delusion, that's right? That's crazy. Everybody man. wants something. I want this. But never willing to nah. do. So I said, okay, this is going to be the hardest session you ever do in your life. I brutalize, for a better word, in Sako. This, this kid was crying, do nothing. Mm-hmm. Like, I was like, get off the field. You're not ready for nothing. You're ready with your mouth. You don't know how to ready with your heart. Pick up your stuff and go home. Pick up your stuff and go home and say, come here. Session wasn't over. Pick up your stuff and get off the field. You're not, you don't want to play. You just want to talk. Pick up your stuff and go in. Say, come back here. So you make me, you allow me to make you walk away from what you love. huh? You allow me to do that to you. You allow a next human being to make you stop loving something that you claim you love. But I remember love don't come with no reservations. If you love, you love. Love's supposed to be unconditional. You understand? In spite of whatever 
you're supposed to love. But a lot of us say it with our mouth because mm-hmm. when things get to be too yeah, tough, right. you, you got oh, here, to I jump defense. I got to go. But in that moment, I said, if you love something, you have to suffer. In this sport, if you love it, you have to suffer. Have to because that is your sacrifice for what you want. That's when this kid, that's 12 years old. National team, professional team, everything. Okay. Right? Yeah. What happened if that parent would have said, nah, this coach might doing boy. too much. Yeah, but he's doing, doing too much. Let's go, let's go mm-hmm. down the road and, you know, this nice guy. Let's go down the road by this nice guy. You see, in my mind, I wasn't there to break you. Yeah. I was there to empower you. Because it's, the proof is in the pudding. You see what I'm saying? Right. So it's very important, parents, that you first understand before you can be understood. Your perception of this game or what you think this game should be is not the reality of what the child wants. And what you're protecting them from is what? It's taking away the love. It's what's taking away the hard work. What is taking away the commitment. What is taking away the dedication. What is taking away all the things that you need for the thing you want to see every Sunday. So I encourage you that you want your kids to reverence the truth. They must do it without fear. They must do it with reverence. Understand what comes with it. Because if they can't, if you allow them to every time things get rough, every time get every time things get uncomfortable, that is the moment to run. Then you're robbing them forever. Know why you're leaving. Know why you're jumping from program to program to program. Know why. Know why your child keep going backwards before they could move forward. Know why they're not getting to where your pride want them to be. Know why you keep. You keep affecting other people's livelihood because of your position of quote-unquote power. Why you keep jeopardizing other people's careers because you don't have one in the game. Be careful. Because to who much is given, much is required. And whatever hole you dig for somebody, sometimes that hole is what catch you. Like that. Football, soccer starts from home. Nobody do everything right. Nobody. No program. No coach. It's your job to make sure that the message that you are sending home is the message that is being preached based on what soccer requires. We're talking about soccer. We're not telling you how to raise your child. That's that's up to you. <laughs> I can't tell nobody how to raise their child. People don't think that's what you're saying. No, no, they could like everything else. Everybody have an opinion, you know. Yeah, yeah. Everybody have one. We were all born with one. So I may, I'm making it clear. Mm-hmm. I am not telling you how to raise your child. I am saying raising your child at home and raising your child in sports, especially soccer, is two different things. It's two different things. And it's different because a sports which come with some stress 
And at home, you can read a book, play video games, and you're good. You, you, there's no stress. Like some people say, boy, I can't deal with the stress. Let me just, you know, let me, I, I'm constantly under pressure. Okay, we understand. If you, you can't deal with the pressure, you're being honest. You're being honest. You know, go do what you love. Or go down the road and enjoy yourself. But don't blame, don't blame people who applying the pressure. Don't blame people who are applying the pressure because you know pressure. When you want, when you get your raw goal and you want to make a nice chain, what do you do? You put pressure. You put the fire on it, and you, and and then it come out and it, it look nice. You're like, hey, we get a nice band from. We get a nice chain from. With no pressure, I got a big rago sitting right in front of you. See what I'm saying? So we must be able to deal with that. Alright. To to close it out. To close it out. And something I want you guys to be a bit more conscious of as a parent and and your child. A lot of times the the child the child actually wants to have the conversation with you. The child wants to have a, a honest conversation with you and a sit down, but they know or they don't know how to go about it. You know what I mean? So they kind of, kind of called beat around the bush. They kind of beat around the bush or they kind of give you some type of, you know, clues of what they want to talk about. But sometimes when they do that, you as a parent take it to the next level and it's, and it's totally, sometimes it's very blown out of proportion. Sometimes it's very blown out of proportion because the child may want to seek your advice as a parent. They might want to, Try new things. They might want to do this, this take the sport to the highest level possible. And as a parent, because maybe you've never been put in that situation, or maybe you want to live through your child sometimes. You know what I mean? You tend to make these decisions based on yourself, not based on the better for the child, the betterment of the child. So just again, listen to your child just a little bit more in the sense of, again, when they're talking about something they love. That's something important for me. Not just a guy, that just a child that want to try something. No, a child that you know, this is what they love. This is what they talk about all the time. This is what they go out. This is what they watch on TV. This is like, okay, this kid really want it. Am I doing everything to help this child or am I hindering his process or her process? I mean, that's, that's, that's the flip side of it. The reality is when it comes to the pressure that deals with the very thing that is being said, how do you handle that? You blame outside, and we're saying everything starts from the home. So if you're not listening, if you and when you talk about listening, it's not just what a child wants to do, but also listening to what they're going through and empower them. Yeah, don't run. You know, if you're gonna run, be clear about why you're running when it relates to soccer. You know, talk about things like development. Talk about clear uh, things in terms of understanding the ages and the stages of development and where you see in this uh, uh, fall down. Is it technical? Is, is it tactical? Is it physical? Is it psychological? You know, be clear about the, 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 the things in soccer that, that helps the the young athlete to develop so that you can better, you could put yourself 
and your child in better situations to grow holistically. Um, when 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 parents are just walking the kids out the program because they don't agree uh, with with the model of things, do you know what the model of things are for the development of your child in soccer? Um, is your child educated on these things, of, on what development is, what it looks like? Um, if you if you don't know these things, you're making rash, you're making emotional. emotional decisions that, you know, hinders your child's growth, you know. And these are some of the things that continue to destroy the progress of society because children becomes children become adults. I'll say it again. These are the things that hinders development in the society. Sports is not just sports. Sports is part of the society. And if we don't do a good job of empowering our young people with truth, making decisions based on facts, and be more objective with what we're doing, rather than using, like you, you clearly said, emotions as our number one indicator and our own perceptions and assumptions of what somebody means or what they don't mean, um, and not being, you know, qualified to speak on things that you're speaking on, you you are not just robbing the game, but you're robbing society because these children will grow up to be adults, and we walk back to train up the child in the way they should go with the truth. And your responsibility is to teach as the mother. And your responsibility is to instruct as the father. And when you when you miss that, when you don't do a good job of that, the, you see the representation on the field in this case. And in the bigger case, you see the representation in life. Nobody's perfect. And, and maybe this podcast allow you to look at yourself a bit deeper and ask yourself, have I allowed my child to get away with things? Have I allowed my child to see what they want with not even knowing what it is they need? Have I allowed my child to walk away from pressure? Yeah. And if pressure can't, if pressure can't make you, you, you weren't supposed to be in there in the first place. You, if pressure can mold you and, 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 and give you all the, the, the things that you need to improve your life, listen, how are you going, how, 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 how are you going to deal with the reality of life, boy? If pressure breaks you every time. If pressure make you can't sleep, Boy, have you ever gone without nothing to eat? And have to wake up to go to school? And walk an hour? Do you do those pressures make you go and do all kind of crimes? Seriously. So but home home taught you to be content with what you have and what you don't have, that's not for you. And if you want it. Work. Go sacrifice. Yeah, gotta work. You see, home 
if home they didn't still attitude you then you're going to do something cuz you want it quick fast you want it fast this is what is going on this this is what this is how it affects society and we can't change the world we ain't trying to this is why they get good and bad. Some people can stay on the bad side. They, we can't. Yeah, no matter what you do, you could bring down thunder and fire. They, some people will stay on that side because that is what they believe is right. You can't blame them. Yeah. But don't blame us to stand up on this side. Mm-hmm. Don't crucify us. Don't kill us to stand up on this side. Respect us. You could stay on that side if you choose to. No worries. That's why they got two sides. Lies, yeah. Choose this day which side you want to be on. <laughs> you want to be the water, you want to be on the land. If you can't swim, better don't be yeah, the water. Yeah, yeah. If you don't have legs, you might not want to be on the road because you might <laughs> get hit down because you can't move. <laughs> Stay blessed. Be encouraged. Remember, you can reach out to us, ask questions. You know, ask tough questions too. Seriously. You know, be honest. Like, we, we, we're we not trying to be hypocrites. Tell us the truth too. We hear the truth a lot, bro. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, a what? Lot, a lot. We a hear lot. A lot, people, man. people think that we don't hear the truth. Oh, my God. You know, we, but we still hear. <laughs> we, we still hear, but we like the rock. <laughs> The storms came, (laughs) the wind came, everything, it it showed up, but guess what, we're still standing because we paid me joy for the night, but joy, come out in the morning here, we got the legs too, we see the, we got the emails, right, to tell us how bad we are. (laughs) (laughs) We're not exempt, we're not exempt, but we love everybody. We, we love we love the good, we love the bad because we have to respect that people got their own feelings. They 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 see things through their own lens. Can't be mad. Can't be. You just gotta love people because you are not perfect. I not perfect, and it's only by the grace of the Father that you know we live every day and we breathe every day and we come out every day and we do what we love. So just know we are not offended. We're not offended. We already know the world got two sides. Bad and good. So you stay away from the bad. And the good, you 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 embrace. And mm-hmm. even when the good offends you, you run to it. Because you know the only one thing the good can do, it makes you better. So reach out to us. God willing, 1423. You see him all the time. He got 20,000 followers. So... And reach out to I Coach Kyle, limited followers. <laughs> um, spend less time on the internet. <laughs> but you can reach out because we we truly believe that we want to see more greatness coming out of uh, of football, of soccer. We want to see we want to see more exciting games. We want to see more professional players, you know, coming through. So. We want to be a part of the solution. We're not a part of a problem. We want to be the solution to empower parents, players, and the whole entire 
soccer community. Stay blessed, stay safe. Look forward to seeing you on our another on another podcast. Stay blessed. Come to KMSA where we develop soccer players through discipline, respect, and togetherness. You can contact us at kmsocceracademy at gmail.com or follow us on Instagram at km underscore soccer underscore academy or Coach Kyle.